Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Uh, I don't care. I mean, they're lying in state all the time. I mean, the they're lying. They're in the do. state, right? And they're lying. Oh, you hear a uh, uh, what was it, Scaramucci or whatever, with a former press? Sure. Editor. He was talking about the mendacity of of politicians and how that was part of the gores. I mean, that's what they do. Mm. Yeah, they're all they're mendacical. <laughs> mendacical. But I don't care. You do care. I don't. I you don't, do. I don't care anymore. I'm totally out. I don't care. I'm out. I'm completely out. I'm not even going to watch the election. When is it? <laughs> 44 days. Jeez, we're not going to start doing this shit, are we? <laughs> 41 days. 36 days. 19 hours, everybody. Well, I just threw that out there. I'm not you sure. You know how exhausted everybody is with this? You know what I mean? Like in a real exhausted way. Oh, well. You know? You just wait. Exhausted? I, mean, I am exhausted with it. You haven't seen exhausted. Ugh, I'm so tired. I, they're talking. They're talking civil war here. It's. I'm so. I'm so like my. Uh, do you remember when Bush was in office and, and our outrage circuits got overloaded? Right. Like at one point, there was like it was like nine things in a row, and then it was like, uh, and then everybody checked out collectively. Yeah, so, yeah. Like so nobody our, cared anymore. Our outrage circuits are blown. Are yes, blown <laughs> outrage circuits. That happened in like I don't know what year that was. That was like 06 maybe mm-hmm. or something. Maybe 05. I'm not even. I and we're you're right. We are so far beyond that. Well, no, this isn't outrage. This is just fear. The, the fear mechanism, like the lever you press, and then we get afraid. Like they, All it's right. been pressed so many times since March. We're at. Do you remember uh, the well, murder fear. murder hornets? Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Nothing. Nothing came out of Murder Hornets. Nothing. It's like the last season of Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounded so much worse than Killer Bees, Murder Hornets. Murder Hornets (laughs) is ten times scarier than Killer Bees. Hornets are scary anyway. And Killer Bees, nothing. Murder Hornets, nothing. Nothing. Not a damn, not (laughs) one of them. Nothing. (laughs) Not one sting. I saw one giant hornet the whole time. But I think it was just a regular hornet. Right, a regular old big hornet. And I'm like, is this a murder hornet? So Looks I, like a murder hornet. It didn't seem like it was doing anything. I tried to kill it. So it turned me into a murder. <laughs> right? Or attempted murder, anyway. Yeah, murder human. Well, Is there another kind? There's all this crazy speculation that Trump won't leave office. Won't leave office? He's not leaving office. Who thinks he's got that much power? He does. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Good point. Good point. And, and Roger Stone but thinks aren't you, that. But aren't you just, like, just, just worn the hell out with all of this? How can you still be interested in any of oh, this? Oh, it's just getting interesting now. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, we've been in total... I've been totally terrified since probably middle of April, <laughs> I'd have to say. Well, First of all, the virus was going to kill us, for sure. Everyone was going to get it. It's over. Da-da-da-da-da. Hospitals choked, this and that. None of that ever came to fruition. I guess because... Now, at the same time... You're that, not sneezing at 200,000 deaths, I know, but you? I'm not sneezing at it, but I mean... <laughs> I mean we won't know till next year whether those were extra. Oh, right, right, yeah. Right. Only, gonna, a, let's not only get 154 it. people died in the uh, Twin Towers. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, look, coronavirus killed 260,000 people. And look, no one died of emphysema last year. Amazing. We've cured emphysema somehow. We don't know how we did it. But, oh, look at this. Less car accidents, too. So I'm just saying, when it's all over and we do the final accounting tally on this, I, I guarantee you these, these returns are going to look eerily similar. The final to, tally? The final death tally. You know what I mean? Like we did with the... JFK? I'm saying with people. What? I'm saying with a uh, total number of people that have been killed. I'm saying. We may never know. No, we will know next year when the SSDI comes out. We'll know exactly how many people die. We'll, there no, well, there's still no gotta, confusion about that. Okay, that's a real thing. I mean, you still got to parse real out, was it your emphysema or was it, your, was it the coronavirus? Well, or which was more, which, you know. Also, we'll be able to at least deduce somewhat from the numbers the answers to those questions. 
you know, if emphysema normally kills 65,000 people year in, year out, and, and next year we look and there's only 20,000. Statistically, we can kind of get a picture. We don't know for sure, but we can have some idea. So I'm, I have an eerie feeling. I got a strange feeling, James, <laughs> that we're going to be pretty close anyway. Trump I, it, herd mentality. I am not sneezing at 200,000. You know? Is that a Cosmo in there? A what? Is your son Cosmo in there? Um, He's Cosmo in town? Oh, yeah, but that's not him. He looks like him. Hat, long hair. We would need a camera on us and a camera on, like, out, outside the studio to involve the audience in anything that just happened just now. That's one of the cardinal mistakes you make on radio. Old school radio we're talking about. Like 1950s, you know, when radio had a had a philosophy and a theory, radio was the thing. What was the heyday of radio? I mean, when radio was the deal. 1940, when oh. was the end of it? Like Television, when, but... When we had television, but I mean, there was a moment there where television was just coming out. Radio was king of the world. So, radio tips in about nine... I mean, it's within a couple of years after its advent... Right. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, and people are buying their radio sets so they can have music in their house. You can't, buy, you can't make a move without hearing the radio. Yeah. In the car, in the store, and at your house. And radio really came into its own when FDR did his fireside chats. Hey, everybody. That's a crackling fire you hear next to me. It's your good buddy, FDR. I just rolled up to the fireplace here. I'm going to let you know about a little something like that. Yeah. So was that propaganda? or I mean, it's not cool for him to do that, is it? It saved the country. From, to, to get us to this wonderful point we're at. So, now. 100 days, he goes on and, uh, <coughs> actually it was sooner than that. 100 shows in 100 days? He comes on the radio. It wasn't called, you know, Fireside Chat until much later, but he comes on the radio uh, four years of, free-falling economy. Um, everybody's racing to the bank to get their money out. Of course, the bank is already closed. Uh, everybody thinks they've lost their money. It's deep despair. Despair. Deep. Deep. So he comes on and he said... Hey, everybody. Um, hey, everybody, I'm your, fa I'm here's your favorite what we're president. Gonna do. We have wide-ranging plans for restoring the economy. I got a big plan. First of all, though, I just closed all the banks. Hey, banks, you're closed. The banks are closed by executive order. You're f -f fired. <laughs> and they won't open again until they have proven reserves for operation. Wow. And, but you don't have to worry because we've just created the FDIC. Or, yeah, FDIC, where your, your deposit is insured. Up to $100,000. Up to $10,000. Wow, ten whole thousand. That was a <laughs> well, lot of money. Well, this is 1933. Okay, so, so that's yeah, like who's a, got $10,000? That's like $180,000. Yeah, right? Or something. So, guaranteed. And people came away with from that going, huh, maybe this guy can do something. Hey, maybe this guy can do something. You know what? Hey, hey, forget that ramp tax. <laughs> That's over the line. Okay. Uh, no, no, that was right on the point. <laughs> but yeah, no, it restored. But he gets on the radio. In one address, restored a level of confidence that people didn't think possible before that show started. So you would, we would need an entirely new medium, not internet, television, radio, a new thing we haven't even thought of yet to come out. Huh. Thinking about creating a moment for our president where he can get on the something and talk to everybody. Hey, everybody, I know it's been bad. A lot of coronavirus deaths, but less emphysema deaths, so. Huh, what would that be? A chip inside your brain? Yeah, the thing, you know, uh, Tesla's talking about putting the chip in the head. I got a chip for your head. Makes your brain crazy. You know what I mean? Makes it work better. They've got it already. But people aren't ready for it yet. <laughs> you know? I'm telling you, they, we are going to be microchipped at some point, and just like the phone and everything else, we're going to be lined up outside the Apple store to get the chip. The Apple chip will be more expensive than the Android chip. Brain chips. That's the future, brother. Brain chips. Don't be afraid of it. 
Embrace um, the chip. How about uh, contact lens cameras? Mm. You're going to need enhanced vision and stuff with your brain. Okay? Right. The computers are going to be too powerful for you to interact with them. Oh, right. Okay? Not too only, powerful. Not only uh, are these contact lenses hooked up to recorders, but they can see in light frequencies that don't even exist. There's a lot of information that's going to be digitally passed around. You need to be aware of it. And uh, it's, uh, it's good times. Uh, you know, that chip's going to be about 1100 bucks or 1400 for the Pro model. Um, you get a little lapel pin with the Apple logo to let people know that you're chipped. You know? All right. And uh, Verizon has a chip forever plan where every time they come out with a new chip, you'll get it for free. So you're applying for a job. You're not chipped? Well, I'm not chipped yet. I'm on the waiting list. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. This moment of silence we're brought all to you getting, by... <laughs> we're all getting chipped. Right. Well, oh, mandatory? No, you, you can't choose to go all natural? No, you're going... You're, you will want it. It's not a matter of... You have, they're never going to have to You say can't it. get that job when you don't have the chip. But they're... Well, that will be your impetus for wanting the chip. You'll want the chip for a lot of different reasons. You know, it just makes life more convenient. In fact, in fact, you're 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 handicapped. You're seriously, you are. You cannot get a girlfriend you, if you don't have the there's chip. There's a million things you're not going to be able to do. Uh, you can do them, but it requires paperwork and filing. You got to go down to the city office, and it's you know what I mean. You're going to have a real disadvantage to, against people that are already chipped. And since you're. And since your blockchain money is already, is just automatically, when you walk into the theater, your blockchain money is already docked for the, the ticket price. Absolutely. Automatically. You're in, you're in. Help yourself. There's nobody, there, the sodas are right there. Grab whatever you want. It's right. fine. It's all taken care of. Same thing at the grocery store, too. You just walk in with your, your bags, get your groceries, and leave. That's it. It's, Everything's scanned as you leave. Right. It's scanned as you take it. As, you, as you're grabbing it off the shelf. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then refund as you put it back. I mean, you know. It's Why pretty... does that sound like 1984? It's, that's the way it is already. That's what people don't understand. We are in that already. The difference is we have to carry the chip with us and show the chip. We have to have the chip, otherwise we can't do anything anyway. So 1984 at this point already seems quaint. We are at the, an inconvenient version of 1984 <laughs> right now. The version where we have to... Wait a minute, that was a hellscape. <laughs> well, imagine, imagine if you had to carry the Big Brother screen around <laughs> all the time. It'd be much worse. And that's where we're at right now. The chip's in the phone. All the right. chip's in the computer. If you forget your chip at the house, you start to freak out. Holy shit, where's my chip? I get 10 miles away from the house. I've forgotten my phone. Oh, my God. I turn back around. Oh, my God. The CIA can't track me. Let me get back to... Where's my, where's my tracking device and listening device? Away heart I go monitor. back to the house. Oh, by the way, heart phone. rate monitor as well, right? Oh, sure. Okay, so... You can die if you don't have your metrics. You can, you can look into your settings on your phone. There's a health meter and a coronavirus yeah. tracking app in your phone now. Deactivated. It's not on yet, but it's there. I didn't download it. It just showed up one day. You know. Well, what a wonderful world. What, what I'm saying is we are already microchips. In the matrix. Except we have now, this, now have this extra job where we have to locate our microchip, have it with us all the time, be, be vaguely afraid of losing it all the time. Like, you go to take a piss, and you got to worry about someone's going to steal my microchip. Okay. You know? So I watched Casino Royale the other day. Right. And they had microchipped James Bond. Mm-hmm. And mostly just tracking his location. Sure. And so what did the villains do when they captured him? Mm. They cut his arm open, and they took that chip out. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So... Is that would that be future terrorism where they're removing your chip, or someone just stealing your chip because they know you're rich and you probably have a better one, so they might as well grab that guy's chip. Well, how's the chip installed? Is it in your brain? Is it where you know this could be a dangerous removal? Well, that's process. easy. That's easy. They've they've synthesized it so it can fit in a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a no, nanobot. It's a nanobot. <laughs> it's a very small chip. It goes in with a hypodermic needle. It's mm -hmm. put under the skin. It's put into a particular vein system. You couldn't remove it if you wanted to. 
you could electrocute the person and kill them and, and render the chip. Well, the chip would still work, actually. The host is dead. But we can still read the news. <laughs> that should be a very strong uh, resale market for chips as well. <laughs> you know. Because they're indestructible? They're indestructible. They last forever. <laughs> Morning, Wim. Morning. Morning. No one, I tried to get that going. No one will do it. Morning. No, no, like, oh, good morning. Like old guy, really old guys. I remember like, that. Oh, mo morning. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> like, if we all did it, it'd be great. You know what I mean? We're going to be really old at some Keep point. Keep working on it. No, no. We're all going to be really old at some point. Like, really, really old. And we're all going to talk like that anyway, probably. Like, <laughs> oh, James, how are you this morning? And you'll be like, oh. You, at that point, you won't even be doing words. You'll just be going, oh. Okay. So we should start practicing. I'm looking forward to it. That's what I'm saying. We'll, you know, can do albums with that new voice. and. I'm t we could do the old guys from, uh, do you remember the old, uh, they weren't vampires, were they? The guys in the Muppet Show. The two oh, old guys up oh, in the right. balcony. Yeah, right. They're always like, ah, I don't know their names. Yeah, what are their names? I don't know. They had some problem with everything, though. They're funny, though. Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Snarky. That's like us. <laughs> I'm saying, if we get this going, keep, watch when Wim comes out here. Oh, good morning, Wim. <laughs> yeah, but you got to do it too, like an old, real old, like, oh. That's it, that's it. Okay, now we'll try it. Oh, morning, Wim. That's it, exactly, <laughs> see? Like, he, he was he was so old, he couldn't even do the words, but he, he wanted to acknowledge, so he was just like, oh, that's words for him. You see, this is this could be so great if everybody was. How about those pods? You could, it could be words, but mostly when the old guys do it, it's like they acknowledge. There's a there's a etiquette. You say the time of the day, right? And then you have to have some word. Some in seven forty four a.m. No, no, no. Whether it's morning, afternoon, it's like that. It's oh, like, okay. Oh, it's like, oh, that's me acknowledging I've seen you and recognize you. <laughs> oh. Morning, <laughs> you know, and it's oh. and morning is like I'm sold. I would say good morning, how are you? But I don't have the energy for that, so it's okay. just I'm grabbing the main word out of the sentence. Morning, morning. Oh, oh, and I might acknowledge if you're eating something, I might say, oh, snackies, or something. <laughs> you know, I'm not snackies, but some word, oh, eggies, like you're having eggs or something. You are down a rabbit hole. I do not want to follow All you. I right, forget it. Right, let's go back to talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Lying like in a, state. Like a mummy, you know? Right? Uh, Trump got booed, though. Trump gets booed everywhere he shows up, except right? for his own rallies. Shows his face, yeah. Unless he, you know, has the National Guard clear the streets for him. Get ready for the civil war we're about to have. It's See, gonna, that's it. It's going it. to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Uh, I mean, the left... It's on. Democrats are very nervous about what he might try to do to try to stay in office. And he, they're giving giving us all... I mean, I think... Are they just James having is. us on? You get so uh, excited. Well, let's make them nervous here. We'll tell them we're not going to leave. You James know? gets so excited when he starts talking about politics. You he notice? can't. He, Have you noticed that? Like, you get really excited. <laughs> was I excited? Then? Yeah, totally. Your heart rate went up like... I don't know how our heart rate's measured. How is heart rate measured? I don't think I have a heart rate. Beats per minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe that's it. No, he's going to say, I'm not leaving. I'm, I, this is exactly what's going to happen. Unless it's a Trump or a Biden blowout. Mm -hmm. okay? Anything short of a Biden blowout, you're going to get some variation of, this is bogus, the election's bogus. Hey, we're going to have to take to the streets. They're trying to steal our democracy. Boom, civil war. Just like that. So, okay, so there's... His ability to marshal the state police or the no, military. I'm talking about the yahoos with guns. With but the that, yeah, the, and then the other side of it is the militias. That, Yagamata. Oh, this is a bogus election. Uh, we're not going to let it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, That's it. Yeah. Well, one, I don't think there's enough of those guys. There's certainly enough to cause them stink. But there's not enough of them to really accomplish anything. No, but and I did you see the letter about, yesterday? About shooting wars in every city. What, what the, what the, what the letter? letter signed by almost 500 former admirals and generals vote for Biden. That's a lot of admirals and generals, huh? Yeah, well, there's How that. many admirals they got? And, uh, Seems like a lot, right? Hundreds? Really? There's hundreds? <laughs> hundreds of former ones. Because our allies don't respect us. 
and our enemies don't fear us because of Trump's incompetence and... Okay. Uh, well, here's the truth. Our allies don't respect us because we're morons. <laughs> For the same reason nobody respects us. Okay, And I don't think anybody's afraid of us beyond... Like Lenny from Mice and Men, you're afraid of what it'll do if it starts going crazy. The, That's it. The respect that Obama had in the world and the respect that Trump has in the world couldn't be more stark. And yet we elected them in sequence. Right? Wild country, huh? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Bush, Obama, Trump. I mean, people think we're morons, and the numbers kind of back it up right. a little okay. bit. I mean, if you look at, like, I mean, the things you can measure, like literacy and infant mortality and different, you know, these things that are measurable. Um, we, college uh, graduates. Everything. Yeah. Income disparity, uh, a CEO pay versus lowest level worker pay. Almost, Engin number of engineers. Almost by any metric. We're, we're somewhere around the 30th best country in the world on a lot of stuff. We're like 16, 17 in science and 16 math. 16 in science, okay, 17 in math. I think we're 19th in literacy. Yeah. I think in, in, in infant mortality, I think we're like 11th. Yeah. Or something. I th we do best in that. We're, yeah, they're, we're a third world country. We're pretty much a third world. I mean, we're batting. <laughs> we're, I don't know if we're a third world country, but we're batting like a third world country. We're at least two and a half. I think we're overpaid for the amount of production we're doing in terms of, if you want to put this in a sports metaphor... We have a huge contract, and we're not doing much with it, okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think Trump made it worse, okay? I think Trump is just, like, the proof. You know what I mean? For well, a there's lot a of certain amount of truth in what you just said, right. but he definitely also made it worse. I know, but he made it worse for us. For other people, it's like, oh, there they go again. You know what I mean? Oh, now they got this guy. I Great. don't know. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with that country? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a certain amount of truth to that as well. But Cancel their visas. France, Italy's letting French people into Italy. Italy France had 16,000 new coronavirus cases yesterday. <laughs> Americans still can't go in. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. visa works at like 11 spots now. Like the, the U.S. passport is damn near worthless. You know? <laughs> right? You know it's what not I mean? even a good drink coaster anymore because it's of that laminate kind of a, they put on it. It's just a symptom, uh, you know, of, of that malaise that has just infected us. But what I'm saying is to say you can't, it's disingenuous and it's naive to say the election of Donald Trump is the linchpin and all of the, you know... <laughs> Americans have been thought of as morons by Europeans for decades. You know, you know that book? <laughs> Maybe longer. You know that book, The Ugly American? Yeah. You know when that was written? No. 1958. 1958. <laughs> and, you know, it was kind of a new idea then, admittedly, because, um, uh, I, I mean, we just saved Europe. You know, the... Uh, it's fashion. The Marshall Plan. Uh, we, we built up Japan. Everybody... <coughs> Uh, we'd kick the Nazis out of France. Uh, yeah, we couldn't have been any more respected than we were at that moment. At that moment. Yes. So, yes. but within a decade, we're already the ugly American. Okay, well, see, here's the thing I'm telling you. It's the way we dress when we go to Europe. An American goes to Europe and is like, okay, I'm going to be walking around all day. I'm going to be looking at stuff. What shoes should I put on? Right? Yeah. And so an American's like, all right, let me throw some athletic shoes on here. <laughs> running shoes, some some sho because an American's thinking. No, an American's thinking. I want to be on my feet all day. I need shoes. Walking comfortable. I don't need dress shoes. I'm going to be walking. Right. I, I need to put on my runners. Okay. Then you're like, okay, I don't know. You know, you got your jeans on. You got your shoes on. But if you were smart, you'd point out some pointy Italian. I don't know what you would wear. <laughs> if you look at European men in European cities, any European city, they've got nice shoes on. Look at Wynn's got beautiful shoes on right here. Right? <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're fancy shoes, is what I'm saying. <laughs> right? You knew you were walking here today. You weren't like, all right, let me throw on my joggers because I'm walking two blocks. We have a European in the audience with us today. Yeah, so what I'm, well, I, I guess we're all Europeans if you want to get right down to it. But just some of us know it. <laughs> um, well, there's that. <laughs> so, so, so you're a man in, in Berlin or somewhere, you're walking around, and you see a group of, of obviously Americans, you know. Maybe they're, they're slightly rotund, perhaps. Sure. Okay, they seem to be enjoying themselves. And they all have tennis shoes on. The whole family. The mom, the dad, the kids. Sandals? Nikes. They all have... I have I, well, they're walking around all day. Didn't they ever read about Heaven's Gate? What the hell? Okay, well, 
over time, <laughs> European, people, European people who are into culture, fashion, different things like, you know, things that developed societies get into, uh, you know, they see Americans coming over. With a little bit of culture. Americans come over. We got no culture whatsoever. Right. You know what I mean? Where's the pe- Where's the pizza? We're walking around. Only people in Italy you see with Starbucks cups walking around are Americans. Italians don't walk around with coffee. So why would you? Why on earth would you even do that? If you're gonna have coffee, you go stand at the coffee cart and you have an espresso. You get on get on with your day. Coffee's not a. We're having coffee right now. Yeah. This is not a thing people do. I know. And so in the we, country that, that gave us Little Richard and Jimi Hendrix, who are we listening to? Taylor Swift. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And we elected Donald Trump after Obama. These are not <laughs> indicators of somebody that has their shit together. Right. You know? That's so true. Well, okay. Speaking of Americans, I'll, I'm going to read you something. Oh, he got excited again. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, Let me guess. Politics? This is, uh, this is a guy, uh, I, I think he's just posted on, on, on Facebook. Americans are, of course, the most thoroughly and passively indoctrinated people on earth. Okay. They know next to nothing as a rule about their own history okay. or the histories of other nations okay. or the histories of the various social movements that have risen and fallen in the past. Okay. And they certainly know little or nothing about the complexities and the contradictions comprised with the words socialism and okay. capitalism. Okay, sure. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. I, guilty. He goes guilty. on and it just gets... He goes on and it gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And and those t- those terms are kind of outmoded. Cap- capitalism, socialism, I don't think they've communism. ever been really defined. And I, and people don't know, do not know the system that we operate under here, they, certainly. You're right. I mean, this is not capitalism. They clearly don't know what socialism is. Absolutely. And socialism is a, this really hugely broad thing that includes a lot of... Cat- uh, categories that are con- contradictory. Speaking contradictory. of... Contradictory? <laughs> <laughs> ministry of words. Nate threw me off. The ministry of words. Every time, see, say, if it's ministry of words and every time we missay something, you say the other guy says ministry of words. Yeah. It's like a joke. I like it. I really like it. Okay. We're thinking of changing the name of the show to ministry of words. Ministry of words. That's a good thing. See? Right? Eh? Eh? We, we're all you fascists, but... No, we're not anymore. Not anymore. We're just not. Yeah. Now we're minist- I got protection now. You guys do whatever you want. Okay. Double wrap that. <laughs> That's what she said. Double wrap that. That's it. Ten wrap. <laughs> there you go. Okay, we just changed our name, folks. Name change. Socialism. Socialism. The name <laughs> of the show is Socialism. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, but getting back to your earlier point about Trump. Okay. Um, I, you know, so... He's clearly symptom, not symptom, clearly, not cause. The military, I think, the general <clears throat> symptomization, not causation. Perception of the Pentagon, no less, is that Trump has hurt the country, has weakened the country, um, okay. well, okay. and ha- has hurt us with our allies, and has hurt us with our enemies who now don't fear us. Well, we've been weak for a long time, so we've been living kind, in, of, kind of a dream world. We here. still have. Three times the military that, including China, that any other country in the world has. That's great. Three times. <laughs> That's great. Right? And lots of nuclear weapons. So many. You know how much an F-35 costs? About 12 uh, elementary schools. <laughs> oh, 100 elementary schools. Mm-hmm. You know how much an F-16 costs? A, a museum. <laughs> well, know? really? Yeah. You know how much a B-1 bomber costs? Part of a hospital. You know? Yeah. That's how we should start measuring these things, not in that's billions the way of dollars. I, that's the way Eisenhower phrased it in the military-industrial complex speech. Yeah, he actually said that. A tank is, is two schools. Two blah, schools. Blah, blah, right, you know. Two schools for a tank. You can name for a book. <laughs> and then it came to a screeching halt. <laughs> what, the Ministry of Words? The show. <laughs> the show just died. We I'm just, glad. Though. We dug ourselves no hole. I'm glad. We did. I'm, I'm glad, we? actually. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> See, now we can relax a little bit. Right, folks? You know, and then we, and you, then we lost it when you said folks. We were back on a roll there. We were back on a roll for a half second, and then you brought the audience back into it. I said, folks? Yeah. Where do you go from there? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. There's some philosophical problems here, I think. Maybe too deep to get into. 
even. But hey, what's too deep for the Ministry of Words to get into? That's right. Nothing. Oh, out comes the heavy artillery. Techno weed. <laughs> Beautiful San Diego, ladies and gentlemen. Just wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful, little wonderful day right today, now, as usual. But we Perfect don't mind, because when that cloud cover goes away, it's, it's hell. It's blazing hot. I'm ready for all of this to be over with, though. Like, I want it to be like January. The election? Everything. The election, COVID. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Need to get back to business. I'm talking like February, have everything be normal again. I don't think again. there's any business to get back to. It's, see, the I'll, world will be different once again. The world's always going to change. We've it's always going to be different. It's always this is the election that's the most important election of our lifetime. You know, every every this time it kind of really same. is. This no, really this time. <laughs> you know, every time it's like that. Like, why do you pretend that you don't remember that they said that every time? This is the one. This is the election where we determine the fate of the nation. And but is you know right? I mean, we're not going to get to any kind of old normal it's going to be a new normal the world's d different it's the world is different now oh my now. god everyone's banking and on it's on but we, and the coronavirus you know when when we reach herd mentality it'll which, which is what how trump referred to it it's not herd mentality did that's he say what, herd mentality he he did say herd mentality oh that's great <laughs> 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 that's great Oh, that's good. Oh, uh, right. Uh, like, you uh, can't write it. Herd mentality. Maybe that. Uh, that maybe that's his Tulsa convention uh, rally. Right. You know, all those rallies, maskless rallies. Herd mentality. You try to think about what would happen. I asked you before, like, what would have to happen for us to look at Trump and be like, like how we feel about Bush Jr. now, like a total <laughs> flip. Who you know? Who? Well, it, it was impossible bite for Junior. Your bite your target. It was impossible for Junior too. I mean, come on. I, I know. never envisioned that. And now we want to have a beer with him. I cried at his dad's funeral. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't at the funeral. I was watching on TV. But nonetheless. He recommends Biden. Bush Jr. <clears throat> yeah. So great. I, I just, what a time. What a, what a glorious time. So, well, to, to back to our, the question we raised... He might want to stay in office. We didn't raise that question. He might want to okay. stay in office, but I just, I, there's just not the support for it in the nation. I would just like to point out that it's a bunch of fear-mongering. <laughs> okay? Coming from the left. He's not going to... Exactly. Right? Because that, what they're selling to us now is the idea that he can't fix this virus thing. He botched it up. He can't do it. You need our guy. You need Biden in there. He'll, he'll take care of it. And he will. Here's the thing, he will, because it's over anyway. Right. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> so uh, we got to, Biden must win by a landslide, otherwise we're going to have full-scale issues in this country. And, and you don't want to see people, Americans shooting other Americans. I don't want to hear cities. the phrase, we're going to have full-scale issues. I don't, don't want to hear that phrase. I don't think there's any... Given the issues that we're in right now. We're full-scale right now, <laughs> you bastard. It's a pandemic. I mean, pandemic. Oh, Jesus, you said it. I said it. <laughs> Ministry of words. Ministry of words. <laughs> uh, it's better than scamdemic, which I heard, mm, which is a really good one, too. <laughs> only by degrees. Plandemic's better, though, I think. <laughs> it's kind of so sinister. You know? Right? You know? <laughs> they're back there. They know what they do, they're doing. People are tired of it. <clears throat> I, I pull up MSN. I did a check yesterday. I pulled up all the homepages. MSNBC, nothing at all about the coronavirus. It was all about Trump. <coughs> but we've been talking about right? Trump not wanting to leave office. Sure, sure, all sure. that stuff. Go to Fox News and its uh, homepage, and it's uh, about the two cops that were killed in Kentucky. Oh, right. And it's all about that. Their whole thing is that. Because they're sure, selling, of course, that... of course, they're selling full-scale riots unless we get our guy to restore order. That's their, their pitch. But the cops are being killed now. Exactly. Well, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Yeah, it's all, everything that they're afraid of is happening. So, <clears throat> but, uh, and so, but the, the liberal side, of course, is pushing the idea that this will never end under this leadership. So, and it won't. We're going to stay. The numbers you're seeing right now, I think California had 4,000 new cases yesterday. Obviously much less than our peak. We're going to stay between one and 4,000, I guarantee you, until uh, 
post the post election. And they and they say, oh, they hate Trump. They're haters. I, yes, we hate him. What do you? <laughs> that's not ambiguous. Yes, we hate this guy. What he's doing to a, our country. Well, well, I don't think three years of constant fear mongering about <laughs> him has helped. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, from day one, right? Yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, I you know, is it is it, it's never as bad or as good as it seems in anything. That's absolutely true, and that, I take heart in that. And I really think it's especially poignant with this with this situation. You know, again, most important election of our lifetime. I'm so tired of hearing that. You know, I can't wait till I'm 70 years old and don't care about hearing that anymore. Trump is you know? an unprecedented president. He's an un. He's he an represents a clear president. and present danger. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, you know, kind of. Well, what has been accomplished so far? Nothing. What has he? What has he managed to accomplish in three years? Not a damn thing. They made some money. Right? Um, Everybody got paid. Losing the respect of our allies and trust. And Again, no one has ever respected us since nineteen. What'd you say? When World War II since ended. Since Obama. No, no, when World War II ended and the whole world was like, oh, America rocks. Hey, you're American. Let me buy oh, you a beer. 1958. That went on for about six months till enough people in tennis shoes showed up at the Coliseum. And that was the end of it. <laughs> and they don't want us there anymore. But luckily, they, they dislike uh, Germans worse. You know what I oh, mean? Good. Germans are hated oh, good. all over Europe, worse, even worse than Americans. Okay. Because wow. Germans look down on other countries. All right. right? Yeah, they, they... I, I live with the Germans. This, so. isn't, this isn't the right way to do it. This isn't. This is dirty. This is. I'm, of course, I'm. 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 You know, speaking in stereotypes now, of course, but you know, American tourist. You know, so. Well, I. That's. I'm saying they. Never, that sounds positive. I'm saying they never respected us ever. I mean, after after like 19, maybe in Belgium they still do a little bit, but. All right, but the know. Germans don't respect us either. My point is. Trump is not some linchpin where it's like all of a sudden, oh my God, people think bad about okay. Americans. They always Fair did. Enough. It's not all of a sudden, but it's a matter of degrees. But no, I think Trump to them represents the proof that Americans are not smart enough to even govern themselves. Well, what was Obama? What? What was Obama? The sun even shines on a dog's ass once in a while. That was <laughs> Obama. A broke clock is right twice a day. So, so Obama, Obama was that moment where eyes closed, where the actual time reaches the broken. It's just that moment. (laughs) It's 536. Hey, the clock works. You know, it works for that minute. And that that was Obama. What I guess Obama was the promise of what we're of what we're capable of, what, what it could be. And we got a little taste of it. So. So Obama to Trump, that's American schizophrenia. In a way, it's like, okay, it's like you got, all right, like you got this cousin, he's nuts. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, he's always breaking things, making a mess. You don't leave him alone. You got to kind of watch him. Everyone, right. everyone knows this, okay? But then every, every once in a while, uh, he makes a nice painting. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it's a, you have to manage somebody that's that's... Slightly, so Trump is your is your goofy uncle dancing around with a lampshade on his head at Thanksgiving dinner. And you know what? For for ten or fifteen seconds, it actually is funny. He gets everybody going. Right. He really hits it. It's the move. The lampshade falls off. He spills the drink. It's funny. Everybody's into it, and it's fun. And Obama is is the uncle that leans in on you and whispers in your ear, plastics. Plastics. I don't know what that means. That's so, it works though. I don't. I have no idea why that works. I get it. I get it somehow. I got that on some level. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is is uh, you're saying words. Obama's I'm Ministry of Words. <laughs> Obama's what is what we were capable of. Trump is 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 the garden variety thing you're gonna get. I mean, he's the he he, he serves as the evidence. Americans are, are, something's wrong with them. Look. Look who they elected. Look at their system that's in place that elected him. Because that's the other more nuanced argument to this, is, well, the, they only got him because of their weird electoral system. Uh, right. Which then plays into they're not smart enough to fix their own system. Right. To, to, I'll give them all of that. Like, you, you know? couldn't see this coming from a million miles away. I'll give, I'll give them that. In fact, who was it that, 
who was it? Was it Carlin? Which somebody predicted this? George? George Carlin. But no, but somebody predicted that we would end up with this. This type of talk show personality. Tocqueville? Oh, I can't think. Maybe it was Bill Hicks. <laughs> or Alex Jones, as you as you probably know him. <laughs> Let's not even get into that. Let's not get started on Alex Jones. Alex Jones Bill Hicks is Alex Jones. A lot of people don't realize this. Have you no. seen that documentary? Which one? The one where they talk about how Bill Hicks is actually uh, Alex Jones. Saw something on Alex Jones, but I don't remember Bill Hicks, so... Yeah, yeah, so Bill Hicks died, like, and then, like, two years later, this plucky reporter named Alex Jones shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so they show the pictures I'm like that. I'm not the, sure the way, that's the way reincarnation works, but go ahead. No, no, no. So they showed, they had, they had a bunch of photographic evidence, too. They had, like, pictures of Hicks, like, a year before he died, and then these, this footage of Alex Jones working as a cub reporter somewhere... And the the moles. So Hicks fakes his death and becomes Alex Jones. No, I think they said they think the government convinced Hicks to, we're gonna kill you or something. You're too you're, you're talking the truth too much. Oh, Here's right. what we're gonna do. We're gonna co-opt you, and do this thing. <laughs> and Bill Hicks is just crazy and and he's enough of an asshole to do it. You know that. Okay. He'd get off on the goof of it. Sure. Right. So anyway, the moles are in the same place. <laughs> like they've got the same neck mole. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Oh, and then they also did some measurements using the nose and the ears. It's the same guy. It sounds possibly. like Paul is dead. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Maybe not as good as that. Right. But. <laughs> but then they had, they also had some footage of Bill Hicks doing stand up and then Alex Jones ranting. And I'll tell you what. So, so part of the deal is you've got to turn into this character that completely destroys all of his credibility with completely preposterous rants. Preposterous rants. You get to do your rants. Make but, them really unbelievable. But they're gonna, you're going to be a, a... And then you get even more people as, as a result. Well, you'll be a tool of disinformation. Well, that's for sure. But they gave him a choice. They, they put the gun on the table. <laughs> and they said, here's the deal. Here's the Here deal. Here are the two choices. <laughs> choice one, you get to be rich, famous. You'll be a puppet for us. But you're, you're going to get to do your performances, and it's going to be great. What's that? Plumo or plomo? Or... Plato or plomo. Right. Your choice is silver or lead. Yeah. <laughs> and choice two is this gun going in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, what would you do? This gun right here. That gun right there. <laughs> the, you see those little filaments on that's salt. I put salt on the rim of that. And yeah. on the bullets it says 44. I kissed each one of the bullets. <laughs> or do like a Biggie Smalls where you're like, nah, 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 shoot him with my gun. <laughs> right? <laughs> You heard that story? <laughs> I'm going to spit out my coffee. No, I mean, no, it's true. It's true. Like when they killed Tupac, I guess. Supposedly. Well, one of the guys who... No, use my gun. No, that was the Biggie Small said. He's like, no, no, no. The guy's like, no, I got him. And he's like, no, 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 no. I want him shot with my gun. <laughs> like, that's wild, right? Uh, that's true, though, huh? That really happened. I mean, is it, how, did that, how do we know that? Uh, we know that from uh, the guy who ended up getting killed by the police, I oh. guess. Uh, <laughs> he was one of the guys they arrested as one Sounds of them. Sounds like such a believable part of that story. I know. It really, yeah, it's like anyone who had anything to say about this died. <laughs> so. <laughs> Biggie Smalls. What? Even so, one has to ask what state apparatus in the free world could be more powerful and tyrannical than one that taxes its citizens while providing no substantial uh, uh, civic benefits oh, in return solely to enrich defense? a piratical, overinflated, military-industrial complex and to ease the tax burdens most of, of the, the immensely thing, wealthy. Most of the wonderful products we have come adjacently from military R&D. You sound like the devil's advocate. I'm just saying we're all enjoying microwaves. The microwave was invented to kill people with. You don't sound like the devil's advocate. You sound like the devil. (laughs) Third cousin. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It gets really complicated. You should see this family tree. It's wild. I believe that. No, but but in all seriousness, though, we wouldn't even have space exploration if not for those forward-thinking Nazi scientists. Oh, right, that goes all the way back. I mean, you know, (laughs) arrows, they got longer, and they could pierce armor at that point. They could pierce armor. Here's an idea. Right. We'll just make the arrow bigger. Longbows. (laughs) 
Yeah. Like uh, that one in uh, The Scorpion and Game of Thrones. <laughs> that one. It's like, a, it's like a tank that shoots an arrow to, to hit the dragon. Oh, right, 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 right. Right, right, right. Oh, and they killed it. Yeah. yeah absolutely they did. And then they got a zombie... Uh, oh, yeah, zombie oh, dragon. Zombie dragon. Yeah, they didn't develop that enough. No, they sure did not. Yeah. Or the I show. Think they might have meant to, but... Why'd they stop, you know? Well, because uh, what's-his-name uh, stopped writing. I mean, he never finished the books, so that was a problem. Like, Why would he? Uh, he had years to do it. Right. Like, All right, hey, how's that other book coming? Oh, I got it, I got it. <laughs> and they come to the end, he doesn't have it. I don't yeah. know if that's how it happened. Well, but. right. I mean, hey, life, that imitates life. It you certainly know? does. We came in in the middle of the movie, we're going to leave before the end, and we got to figure out what's going on. Hey, that's true, too. You know, there's a woman breeding dire wolves since 1988. Wow. Giant wolf-looking dogs. Wow. They're very friendly, though. They're, they're very docile. Yeah, right. I mean, you can make any kind of dog you want. Yeah, with, a friendly with, dog. With effective uh, breeding. Hey, pit bulls are friendly if you, you know, do it right. Pit bulls are so sweet. Yeah, right? All dogs are sweet except for chihuahuas and uh, the ones with the spots. Spotted dogs? Dalmatians. Oh. Yeah, Dalmatians will bite you. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, every time they show 1001 Dalmatians on television, there's You're a raid. You're rooting for Cruella. No, no, there's a raid on Dalmatians oh, you know, right, all right, over the right. country. Oh, right, right, right. So they proliferate. Oh, right. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want one of those. They have. A, they got a hundred of them. So they, they cooked up sympathy for the Dalmatians by having them set upon by this really Cruella de Vil. Cruella. Oh, <laughs> it finally makes sense. <laughs> You know, but we decide as a country which dogs are scary, and then those dogs tend to then gravitate into security jobs, right? Like at one point, it was the Doberman was the scariest dog in America. All right, yeah. And all you it saw, had a reputation though that was well. Dobermans are sneaky, and Dobermans will. Yeah. I, I mean, like the top breeds for you know killing humans. Mm. Dobermans right up there. Well, see, a Doberman. It's you put a Doberman to guard your fenced-in business, right? Right. Or whatever it is, used car lot, whatever. A Doberman, will, a Doberman will not alert you to its presence. It will let you break in so it can get you. So it's not barking yet. No, it's hiding. No, there's no dog here. Come on, come on. And then as soon as you're in, it gets you. Yeah. So then they decided Dobermans weren't working. Then the scariest God, dog. that sounds like the raptor, the velociraptor. I know, it's, it's scary, Jurassic right? Park. <laughs> then you got the, uh, the Rottweiler comes along. Right. Super scary, big, buffy that dog. That face. So facey scary. <laughs> Very sweet dogs, actually. Not really. Not really, but uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden, Dobermans can't get jobs anymore. Dobermans are out. People want rot rotties for their security gigs. Dobermans are out of work. Now you don't even see Dobermans around anymore. Like, they just stopped existing. Yeah, right. Then you go to the pit bull. Sure. Feisty. Feisty. Scary. Not so uh, big. The media seems to be helping out a little bit. Uh, if a pit bull bites somebody, that's a, that's a headline story. Right. doesn't matter if 35 golden retrievers bit people right. that day. Right. You know. Beagles. I'm telling you, the bitiest dog is, I think, is the Dalmatian. When you get right down to it. Wow. You know, a Dalmatian will bite you. And it's bigger than a Chihuahua. And it's fast. Yeah, that's right. And you see it coming also. <laughs> Yeah, it's fast like a greyhound, isn't it? They're, they're it's a sporting similar. dog. It's yeah. a super fast dog. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you want a sporting dog as a security dog. They're d lithe. They're lithe. Ministry <laughs> 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 of words. Ministry of words, ladies and gentlemen. Lithe. Uh, goop. Are you are you into goop at all? What's goop? That's Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, wellness company that she has. Oh, that guys, that's been in the news recently. Yeah, what? they had well because they had a candle that says uh, the name of the candle was this candle. Really? My f yeah yeah because you, if you're recording a live show, naturally you want your phone on right in case you get a very important call. Oh, look at this too. I don't care. Shut it off. Jesus Christ, we're in the middle of the thing here. It was a person I don't know. Oh, that's great. It's probably election. We're getting a lot of election calls. When do we, our ballots come in, the mail? Yeah, right? It should be soon, right? Because you're supposed to get them like six weeks before. I yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. It should be coming soon. So it's six weeks before. Where are they? I got to go down. Coming, I got to go down. And, this is California. I have to go down and brave this pandemic. 
This is California. This is they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna everyone gets a, a mail-in ballot in California. Yeah. Great. When is it arriving? Because I got to read it. A lot of resolutions. Well, I'm I'm glad I live in in California. I mean, all 10 million votes for Trump mean jack squat in California. Look, he's all happy that we have an electoral college. We've got an electoral college. That's great. I wonder why we still have the electoral college. Because <laughs> people are totally happy having it. <laughs> it's not good that those 10 million votes are worthless. And I do I'm not a, understand that. And I'm a lefty, too. Yeah. It's not a democracy unless you have a popular vote. Other than that, it's something else. You, I, that's a, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I would think those people would want those 10 million Trump votes. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 But you were happy about it. <laughs> You're still happy about it. Well, I mean, I'm not happy about it, but there was a little of nya 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 about it. Okay, Absolutely. then let's talk about Kansas then, since we're nya 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 nya. You know what I mean? How many, bo- how many votes will Biden lose in Kansas? Right. Yeah. This all adds up. Of course, it won't be 10 million. And at the end, when Trump loses the popular vote by 4 million votes and wins the election, how funny will that be about the 10 million votes sitting in California? We'll be laughing out the other sides of our asses. The other side. (laughs) Side ass. Yeah. I I know. I mean, it's uncertainty in every direction you look. No, what's certain is that they're not going to count our votes and figure out who to win. That's certain. Now, so, okay, here's a couple of lefties sitting here talking. We sound like righties. Not going to count the the votes. They're not counting the the, votes. The election's going to be rigged. The election is rigged. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, Republican voter suppression, I mean, nobody's too shocked that that's a thing. I think we maybe need this civil war. I hate to say it, but I think I think there's time it's time to fix things. Fix in a different way. <laughs> Look, if 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 the minimum that happens is we're able to identify all the gun nuts and lock them up, that's something. That, that, might that is kind of true. The fascists have outed themselves over this. Well, now they're going to out themselves actually shooting live ammunition on the street. It's not good. It, look, people are going to get shot. They've already done that. You know. That's already happening. I don't know. I think I'm out. Kyle Rittenhouse. I think I'm, I'm leaving the country. I'm moving to Mexico. Mexico? Yeah. So I'm going to move to Chula Vista. So the, the choices for me would be Canada or Mexico. And I'm not averse to Mexico. i got to... Mexico's uh, great. I, I've got a, uh, an inadequate but small handle on, on Spanish. Be sure, you, yeah, you can get by. And, uh, you know, great beaches. Great beaches, but it's a big desert, isn't it? Well, it's deserty, but it's desert's beautiful, you know. Quiet, stars, you know. A lot of pluses to the desert. Um, it, that sounds like a, uh, a samba. Quiet stars? Yeah. Cocobato. That song. That Brazilian song, Corcovado. No, you're thinking of the Corcovado. You're thinking of the Corcovado. That's the Statue of Christ. That's exactly right. Right. Corcovado. I've been to the Corcovado. Really? Yeah. Is it awesome? Nah, they didn't let you go up in it. Inside of it? No. The guy's like, no, it's not like that. But you can go up to, like, near it, though. No, you can stand right by it, but they don't let you get inside the statue at all. I have been inside uh, Daibutsu in Kamakura, Japan. I was in the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. Okay. I didn't. We didn't go all the way to the top. A lot of stairs. So we stopped at the pedestal. <laughs> my dad's like, hey, you get the idea. I'm like, okay. Well, that's awesome. I'm never going to New York again, I don't think. I don't see it happening. I went in 1973 and in 1974, and I've never been back. Yeah. And that was when New York was awesome. I mean, love the, the city. weight was way up. The city was in ruins. Oh, yeah. It was in flames pretty much every night. Right. Great city. <laughs> <laughs> Start some East Coast rivalry. Son of Sam. Son of Sam. <laughs> Who can forget the Summer of Sam? Great movie, by the way. Summer of Sam. Uh, right? Yeah. John Wagner. Much better than it had any right to be. Oh, actually. yeah. What's the Adrian Brody? Yeah, they're both terrific in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that played the Looney, he was good, too. Shut up! He yelled at the dog. <laughs> Shut up! The dog's not even barking at All him. right? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I, that is a good movie. Good times. Though. Yeah. <laughs> New York, 1974. 
It's the beginning of punk rock. Right? Well, the Penetrators were the beginning of punk rock. <laughs> you thought. I mean, come on. Everybody was copying you guys, I thought. <laughs> on some level. Name another punk band that used a theremin. I didn't use a theremin back oh, then. Oh, okay, well. I had a saxophone. But you knew what it was. Oh, you had a saxophone. Well, that, that's punk. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who actually say, what is a saxophone doing in rock and roll? Uh, yeah, the people. <laughs> Those are people. Right? Well, anyone would say that. That's nuts. What about Huey Lewis and the News? They were sax heavy. Well. Harder rock and roll? Saxophone is a foundational instrument in rock and roll. <laughs> sorry to say. It you, is sorry that you said that. <laughs> you guitar lovers. You guitar lover. You disgusting slut. Can <laughs> 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 we just start, start, start working that in? Right what, in. Disgusting slut? Yeah, right in if you know what show I'm referencing when I say that. Oh, right. You disgusting slut. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Game of Thrones. Just cut it, cut all this out, actually. It, it sounds like. Can you cut this? Can you cut this part out? We cut nothing. Okay. That's fine. We cut nothing. We're unvarnished. What about uh, the unvarnished Ministry of Words? What about So I Married an Axe Murder? You see that movie? Ah, it's excellent. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Mike Myers? Yeah, one of his best. Whatever happened to Mike Myers? Right, exactly. Yeah, what did happen? No, what happened to him? Well, he did The Love Guru, and then I I think that was pretty much over. Well, Adam Sandler did 35 bad movies. Why, Why can't... He still does movies. Got nominated for an Oscar. Well, people loved him so much out of Austin Powers and then go into Love Guru, really. I didn't, I didn't even see Love Guru, but I didn't think I would be so offended by it that it would... Oh, well, watch it. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. How bad could it possibly be? Look you'll, at Rob Schneider was in a movie... You'll never watch Saturday Night Live again. Rob Schneider was in a movie where he was a dog in the movie. Okay, so Rob Schneider's cachet never reached the level of Austin Powers. Austin, never. Austin Powers was a great movie. Right? The Both first of them. one. Yeah. Well, the first one more. Well, more right, so, okay, one, but, but yeah. still. What happened to him, Mike Myers? Mike Myers? Yeah, what happened to him? Um, still working? Big as a house. Really? I don't know. I don't believe that. Did he gain weight, really? I just said that, so I don't uh, know. He might have. Might have. A lot of people do. Seemed like I saw something where he was looking a little, you know. I've gotten uglier since the pandemic has started. You know what I mean? <laughs> you like, have? Yeah, I'm about, I, I looked at it the other day. I'm, I'm about 30% uglier than I was in March. Uh, beginning of March. Yeah, yeah. I'm falling apart, like, physically. Um, well, you were clean-shaven. You had a top knot. I had a top knot. I was clean-shaven. Now I have a full grizzly beard. You look, you, you know, you looked a little bit like the genie in Aladdin and whatever that is. Now I look like strung-out Jesus. You know what I mean? Strung-out like Jesus. Jesus on whiskey or something. <laughs> you know, Jesus with a, with a slight drinking problem. Slight. You know? Not great. <clears throat> I don't know. No, I'm not a big drinker. I can't say you look any worse. Thanks. <laughs> that was a compliment. Yeah. Th- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, what You're not doing? any more disgusting than you were in March. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, I'll bring my wife onto the show. She could tell you. Oh, right. You know, from the stories, from the, you know the, the stories that you've been telling. Yeah. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Stories I've been telling about. About your wife. What's the what? Okay, so you remember. Feel free to explain you remember yourself, Phyllis James. You remember Phyllis Dillard? No, no, no. no. And Go her husband, to... Fang? No, I don't remember. I, I remember Phyllis Dillard. Okay, so I think her husband died or something, and Fang better, stayed in the routine. Yeah, this better makes sense. Fang was a completely made up husband. Okay. So, as far as I can tell, no, you're not going to be able to save yourself. God damn it. And, and you. And, all of that. For that? And this is the way we end the show? No, we're not ending the show on this note. Okay, so let's go on. You can't make a comment like that. You know what I mean? What? I'm not going to say it again. I'm, I'm, not, not, sure some, what, I'm, not, I'm not, not sure what you're referring to. I'm not this person that sit here, sits here and complains. You know what I mean? Oh, no, you're not complaining about your wife, but you're, you're telling some interesting stories. I didn't tell any interesting stories. You I, did. I told one story about when we went to Joshua Tree. That's yeah. the only story I told. What other interesting stories did I tell? That was pretty interesting. But it's not stories. It's one story. When you say stories, you make it seem like I'm sitting here telling all kinds of stories. Okay, let me, let me rephrase that. Thank you. Story. 
What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> now you just sound paranoid. Mm. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. <laughs> Good point. Good because I think they are, right? Now the show's over, I think. Yeah. I guess. What did we learn? Nothing. Not a damn thing, again. We were trying to talk about the news. Did we ever get there? No, we're not talking about the news anymore. This is Ministry of Words now. It's not Ministry of News. It's not Ministry of... Silly Walks. Of fear-mongering. Also, I'm gonna, we're going to butt heads on this. For the rest of the time we're doing this show, we're going to butt heads on this. No kudos and no points for fear-mongering. Ministry of Headbutting. I don't know. Headbutting is so violent. I don't want a headbutt either. I like Ministry of Words. I love you, man. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> God almighty. What do you think about Ministry of Words, though? I, think I like it's a good it. title. I do like it. I honestly Wynn, do. what do you think about we're changing the show to Ministry of Words? What do you think? It's better than all you fascists, right? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Which one of them, which do you like better? You're not on the spot. You are on the radio, but you're not on the spot here. What, what? If I had a gun to your head and I said, Ministry of Words or All You Fascists. All You Fascists. Oh, that's See? not helping. Right? No, that's, thanks. All right. It is funny. Thanks for your All input. All You Fascists is funnier. Thanks a lot for your input. Thank you. We're changing Ministry the name. Ministry of Words We're is a little glib. It's a little glib. Ministry of Words is glib. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It lowers expectations. <laughs> You know? Well, that, which, that uh, we could use a little bit of that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like we're too full of ourselves from time to time. And now we're getting too meta again. And right, right. Here's the part of the thing where we just talk about the thing. Self-referential. Self-referential. A bunch of nonsense. Right. You know, one person listening to this, they're not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are full of themselves. <laughs> do not attempt to contact the show in any way. Right. And don't listen. And do not listen to the show. And if you have been listening, stop. We're, we're really sorry. I'm not. All he apologies. Is. My apologies. His apologies too, if you want I to am, know it. I am in not, spite of what he's saying. I'm not apologizing because you had it in you. You you deserved it. <laughs> you listen. Hey, you listen. Thanks, Dave. Thanks a lot, James. <laughs>